Hello and welcome to Heartbeat. I'm going to share with you today on fasting. Now, the definition of fasting is this. It's defined as an abstinence from all or some foods or drinks for a set period, but for a specific purpose. We are talking, going to talk about fasting as a Christian during the Lenten season. But a lot of you would have heard, it's always in the news, always in the media, about intermittent fasting. Because that's fasting intermittently for your health, specific purpose. And it's a time when you decide that for eight to 12 hours, I'm not going to eat. Generally don't drink, you can still have water if you need, but you don't and they've found that it actually helps your digestion, helps your body to, I guess, use your fat stores, your energy stores, and then you replenish it with food and nourishment later. We're not doing, we're not talking about that. You have people who do a hunger fast for a specific purpose. Again, you often see them in the news where they're trying to tell the government, you know, hey, I really believe you shouldn't cut these trees down. So I'm going to fast from food for a long period of time until you change the rules, until you stop the trees being cut down or something like that. We're not talking about that. But they both have a um, an understanding or a, a suggestion of how the fasting works when we fast as a Christian for Lent. The first one is for your health. The second one, the words I guess that come to my mind is for a purpose to, to tell people I really mean this. Well, When we fast as a Christian, we're telling God, especially in this Lenten season before um, um, Good Friday and Easter Sunday, we're telling God we mean what we say. We, you're important to us, God. We want to look at ourselves, a self-reflection, and go, where in my life do I need to put less of self and more of you? So we're fasting often from drinks, from food, but not for the whole 40 days. We're not going to starve ourselves for 40 days. We'd select certain time, it might be one day a week, that we say, Lord, I'm not going to have anything from morning till evening, till the sun, sun up till sundown. And then I'm going to have a very small meal. Some people decide every day they're not going to have lunch so, or breakfast, but they still have something to sustain them for those 40 days. Um, the Christian calendar um, churches suggest, you know, definitely on the Fridays as a honoring of God's death on the cross on the Good Friday, where you don't have fish, you don't have, sorry, you don't have meat. You fast from meat and you just have fish or bread or vegetables. So there's many ways you can do it, but some people can't fast from food because they're diabetic and they need that nourishment. But there's many other ways we could fast. It's trying to tell God, I want less of self and more of you. So it's for a spiritual health reason that we're doing it. It's for our spiritual health. 
And so you could say, Lord, I focus so much on spending money. Could be buying a coffee every day. Or maybe you fast from buying that coffee and you might decide, I'm not gonna buy the coffee, I'm gonna make my own at home. Or I'm not gonna have coffee at all. I'm gonna fast from drinking totally. Not drinking water, you still drink water. Talking about drinking alcohol, drinking soft drink, drinking cordials, you just drink water. And every time you do that, you say to the Lord, even if it's not verbally, Lord, you are more important than this. Maybe you fast from spending online. Who's, you know, how many emails do you get? There's a sale, there's this, there's this, and you get enticed into buying. Maybe you fast from no buying for the whole month or the whole 40 days. It can be a month, um, generally it works out to be six weeks, doesn't it? That you decide I'm not going to buy anything. And every time it comes up, you go, Lord, it's like you say, Lord, an extra prayer, Lord, I'm giving this to you. I'm, ta- I'm um, taking from myself that I could give to me and I'm giving you my prayers, my thoughts, whatever it might be. So we are telling God that he is important to us, that we desire your kingdom ways, Lord, that we desire to live the way you've asked us to live. And we give up some comfort to adopt this spiritual practice. And even though in a way it leads to self-examination, in many ways, the beginning of it, we've already self-examined ourselves. We've examined ourselves. We've gone, okay, this is an area that I should fast from because it is very much myself in it. But this, the whole 40 days, it might be easy the first few days, but then it leads to more self-examination. Wow, I really do go so often and, and spend online because I'm, I'm you know, um, encouraged to do it all the time with the emails that come in. Maybe you put the emails into spam so you don't even entice yourself to read them or don't open them. Don't, don't open the emails and at the end of the 40 days, you're going to have a list of, you know what, 455 emails you never opened. Then just negate them or negate them anyway. This self-examination then leads us to repent of sin. Now, it mightn't be sinful that you're buying online, but it could be too. It could be that this money is in, is in need for your family and you've been gambling, you've been spending it and then it's really tough and hard to pay the bills. Maybe that's not necessarily a sin as such, but it's like, um, what's sin? Doing something you know you shouldn't be doing. That really is sin. Now there's different grades of sin, if you want to call it that. There's, you know, killing someone, wall to you know, um, using the money for you and not giving it to others or to your family, paying your bills, paying people that you know need to be paid because you've done your own self of buying too many clothes, that's still sin. But it's looking at yourself and just you and God. But then sometimes you feel like, I've, I've, this is what I've worked out between me and God. I feel like I need to go for those churches who have reconciliation or confession or confess to a pastor or a priest or um, a friend even 
close Christian friend because that brings us back into the body of Christ, into the community. But also we often feel like we can get support then, encouragement, other prayers from people. It's often good to share with someone that you know will go, how are you going? How are you going in your fasting? Encouraging you, building you up, telling you you can do this. And if you make a mistake one day, then just start again. Start afresh, Lord. Wonderful how God allows us to have these new beginnings every day, every morning. States and lamentations. So if you, you know, fall off the bandwagon, as they call it, then just go, Lord, I ate, I did this when I didn't want to. Would you help me? And I'm going to start again. And then this self-examination ultimately helps renew our soul helps us become closer to our God because that's basically what we're doing. We're saying, Lord, you're important and I'm giving this to you and I'm saying basically what you did for us on Good Friday was just so, so, wow, so important for me. It's my eternal life that you gave to me. And then we celebrate it on Easter Sunday. And that's why the chocolates, that's why the celebration, the new life, the hot cross buns and all of that. Because it's a celebration of what God has done for us. We show God a greater dedication. We tell God we love him. And we show him from our actions that we love you, Lord. And we're trying to love others because sometimes that's sometimes loving God is easy sometimes. But loving others is so difficult because they're in your face and they're, they're you know, <laughs> they're weak like we are weak. And, and we see their weakness and then we judge and then we, you know, I don't know what you do, but that's, you know, sometimes the, the person that is, seems to be unlovable is in my life. And God says, still love them. God's a pure God, easier to love in many ways. We are impure and I think sometimes we're harder to love. But God asks us to love the Lord your God with your whole heart, soul and mind and love your neighbour as yourself. Maybe that's your fasting, giving up not loving your neighbour, actually loving them. Whatever it is, Take the time to reflect and decide. And maybe you haven't fasted yet and you're halfway through Lent. Start now. Ask God, ask the Holy Spirit to show you what area you should fast in. Say, Lord, I dedicate this offering, because it is an offering of yourself, to you. And I ask you to, you know, encourage me to give me strength to do it and to ultimately I'm telling you Lord that I love you and may you show more of your love to me so go do it it's not easy sometimes but God can give you the strength and the encouragement and the know-how and the will to persevere and if you don't have a good day then start again the next day. Have a wonderful Lent. 
Have a wonderful fasting because God is so good.